You see, most gamblers, when they go to gamble, they go to win. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. Even when we win, it's just a matter of time before we give it all back. This is the Bet Slippin' Podcast. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I mean, it's the gambling business. Occasionally you get punched in the face. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. What's up, homies? You read the title and the description. You're here to listen to us break down the 150th playing of the Open Championship at the Old Course in St. Andrews, Scotland. Of course, I'm joined by the handicap and homie and colleague Nathan Beagle, a.k.a. Nate Dog. What's up, Nate? What's up? Glad to be back. Happy to be here. Yeah, I know yeah, you love handicapping golf. golf. Yeah, it's my favorite sport. Actually, I, act- <laughs> I actually played golf uh, Sunday. Played a little two-man scramble, shot a little negative. You know, I'm not, I'm not the worst. You went under par. Well, me and him a little on the scramble. Well, I, I would never go under par, dude. I'm shooting like a 130 normally. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. Um, and making his bed slip and podcast debut, our colleague, golf, um, and NFL handicapper and analyst Cam De Silva. Cam, what's up, brother? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, I'm excited. You've been breaking down every PGA uh, event for our our website, sportsbookwire.usala.com. I've been meaning you to get been meaning to get you here on this podcast to help us break down some golf. You do really good work uh, at Sportsbook Wire, so I'm I'm excited to chop it up with you about the uh, fourth and final PGA Tour major of the year. Yeah, likewise, should be a fun week. Looking forward to it. Sucks that it's the last major, but what a what a good way to close out the the major season at St. Andrews. The the history of uh, St. Andrews is pretty rich. This is actually the 30th uh, Open Championship played on the old course at St. Andrews, which is the most of any course uh, for a major. Um, the course actually plays at, plays at, uh, it's a par 72, plays at 7,300 yards, give or take. Uh, the defending champion is Colin Marikawa, um, I actually fell in love fell in love with golf betting uh, last year at the Open because I hit Colin Marikawa uh, to win the Open Championship. That was like my first ever golf win. Um, so I'm excited to uh, to hopefully bounce out of the recent golf betting slump that I've been in and uh, um, hopefully prevail at a at a, an event that I've had success in here in the past. Uh, again, Colin Marikawa won last year at a minus 15. Before him was Shane Larry in 2019 at minus 15. Francesco Molinari at minus 8. Uh, the Open has had a winning score of minus 14 over the last six events. St. Andrews, um, the last five events at St. Andrews has also went 14 under. So we could be in for a birdie fest. In fact, we should. Uh, these courses, there's better scores at the Open typically than the Masters, U.S. Open, and uh, PGA Championship. So I'm expecting some pretty good performances and some low scores for some of the favorites. Uh, let's actually talk about a few of the favorites who I actually 
don't have a lot of money on. Um, uh, or I actually haven't made a bet on any of the top five favorites, but let's cover them in case you guys uh, made bets on them. Roy McIlroy is the odds-on favorite, according to our sponsor, Typico Sportsbook. He's uh, going for plus 900. He was a 2014 Open Championship, uh, Open Champion. T5 in 2016, T4 in 2017, T2 in 2018. He was supposed to defend the Open Championship in 2015 at St. Andrews, but ended up missing that tournament because he injured his ankle playing soccer. Uh, Roy McIlroy is red hot. He's first in strokes gained total of the last five events, top eight in all three majors in 2022. Cam, starting with you. Uh, do you have any action on McElroy, whether it be to place, to win, or any head-to-heads? I'm going to take him to win. Uh, I know 900 is a juice number, but uh, I, I wish I could get him at longer odds. But that's just – it's evident how well he's playing, and it's its uh, representative of what he's done in the majors this year. I, I don't think he's ever had a top five or top ten in all four majors in one season, but I think that could change this year. So I, I really like him coming in, even though he didn't play the Scottish Open last week. Yeah, I mean he's as experienced with Lynx golf as anyone on the on the in the field. Um I'm not I don't have any any action on him right now, but I could see myself with a top ten ticket on Rory before this thing tees off on Thursday. How about you, uh Nate? Do you have anything on Nate, on Rory here? Yeah, I don't hate the top 10 ticket. I was thinking about playing him to be the first round leader at plus 330, but uh, I'll probably shy away from anything Rory based. I think being the odds on favorite is tough to get behind at the value. Right on. All right, moving on. Uh, Xander Shoffley is plus 1,300, the second best odds to win the Open. He's had back-to-back wins uh, last week at the Scottish Open and then previously at the Travelers and Cam's home state of Connecticut. Were, were you at the Travelers? Yeah, I went Saturday. No shit, that's cool. Isn't that? I actually used to work at that course. Really? It's TPC River Highlands. TPC River Highlands. Yep, yep. I used to work there, so I've played it a bunch. uh, Been on the grounds a bunch, and I was actually um, at the 18th green that year that Spieth holed out from the bunker. I think it was in the playoff to to win or to extend the playoff or something. But I was on the 18th green watching that. unbelievable (laughs) yeah i think that tournament has either the first or second biggest attendance of any pga tour event behind the phoenix open so it gets uh pretty rowdy but it's is an exciting atmosphere over there in cromwell connecticut yeah it's great um xander he's uh like rory mcelroy is pretty juiced here because of his recent performance and because of his uh performance in majors he has 15 top 20 finishes in 21 career majors. So, I mean, if you have money on Xander to go top 20, top 10, that should cash. Uh, I personally don't have it here uh, because we are uh, giving out odds via our sponsor, Tipico Sportsbook, and he's just a little pricey on Tipico. But uh, I guess I'll go to you first, Nate. How, how do you feel about Xander coming into this? Do you have any action on him? I don't have any action on Xander. I have... Um... I have a little bit on uh, a few others to win it all just outside Xander's price range. So I'll let Cam go ahead if he's got anything on him. I'm going to take him, I think, top 10. Um, I saw a stat that that rolled out recently. I think he's the fifth guy to go into the open 
uh, with back-to-back wins. And I think all five, the previous four all finished top 10 in the open. So going to ride that trend a little bit and, and hope he cashes that top 10 ticket. Yeah, Xander is probably the best guy in the world without a major victory. Um, and it's even, uh, I don't know, it probably hurts him even more considering how well he's played in these majors. I mean, the dude's just solid throughout the bag. His game fits uh, major championships. Again, this is, um, I wouldn't hate having him uh, picks the place. I do think his outright ticket is a little expensive. On to the next favorite. There's actually uh, three more names priced at plus 1,500 that we're going to talk about. The first one being Jordan Spieth, the 2017 Open champion at Royal Burkdale. Has five top 20 finishes in the last six Opens and had a T4 at St. Andrews in 2015. Um, Spieth's creativity, both around the green and in scrambling, makes him a threat to win any tournament and this is a tournament um the open that he's played well in previously uh again beating a dead horse here i don't have any bets right now in my portfolio on jordan speed but i do not hate any action on him and really you can make a quality argument for all five of the top favorites that we're going to talk about here um you know they are priced appropriately i think but do either one of you have action on speed go with you first cam I'm going to take him top 10. He's at plus 200 on Tipico right now. He's had uh, four top 10s in this tournament before, like you mentioned, the the T4 um, in 2015 at St. Andrews. So he's just a great links player. He knows how to flight the ball properly, and he's creative around the greens, which is such such an important part of this course, uh, whether it's making up and down or just getting down in two putts and and avoiding three putts. So um, I like him this week. All righty. How about you, uh um, Nate. Yeah, I don't have anything on speed. I feel like I could just keep passing on these, but uh, it's all good, baby. The time will be coming. Don't all worry. right, Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm are plus fifteen hundred. Uh, try to be quicker about this. Scheffler, twenty twenty two Masters champion, four time winner this year, nine top twenties in the last twelve events. Think he's the number one golfer in the world according to Golf Week. Uh, again, not a, not a guy that I'm gonna have any money on here, but don't hate it. Um, any quick thoughts on Scheffler, uh, Nate or uh, Nate first? I don't think I hate uh, Scheffler to be the top American at plus nine hundred. I think that's a pretty good number. Um, but other than that, I didn't see much value in Scheffler. Cam, yeah, I don't have anything on Scheffler. I don't. I don't think I'll be taking him this week. All good. I might be taking John Rom, the, the the next and final favor here to talk about at plus fifteen hundred. Um, I, I might take him in a head-to-head over Scotty Scheffler. He's a 2021 U.S. Open champion that was played on Torrey Pines, which is actually one of the comp courses that I use in my statistical model here. Uh, John Rahm is the best driver on the planet, and I think if you um, are has, uh, is the best off the tee on the planet, and um, I think if you um, are hitting or bombing the ball down the uh, the the, the fairways here at St. Andrews with all these short uh, par fours. I think he's going to rack up uh, a hell of a score and be a real threat to win this. I actually like him uh, more than either uh, or any of the five tops, top favorites that we discussed. Um, you know, he does have a better payout than Roy McIlroy, and there's not a lot of difference in between their two games. But I'm looking at Rom uh, over Scotty Scheffler. Anything? Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything on Rom here? Uh, I do not. I don't have anything, I don't have anything on, on Rom. My my bets yeah. start coming in just after Rom's value. Perfect. So real quick, I do, I do like his value at 
at plus 2000 though to, to win outright haven't taken it yet but i'm thinking about it i have him at plus 1500 did typical up update those odds to plus 2000 yeah he's at 2000 now okay i will be betting john rom <laughs> <laughs> quick, the quick twist switch. <laughs> all right never mind that i uh, i like that price all right and then because we have to it's our in our uh and we're contractually obligated to discuss Tiger Woods. He's plus 7,000. If you're not betting him to make the cut, you are a communist, and I probably uh, aren't going to invite you back to the podcast, Cam. But how do you feel about Tiger Woods' chances here? I mean, it's a flat course that he knows. It's way easier to walk than Augusta. He, he took off uh, the U.S. Open at Brookline just because his knee or his leg just was not – in good shape at the PGA championship. So he's had time to rest, had time to work on his game. I think he plays decent. I don't, I don't think he's going to win, but plus 7,000 on a course he loves is kind of enticing to throw a little bit on. Yeah. It's like don't... it's a gang bet on tiger for, uh, for a 10th of a unit. Yeah. For, for America too. I mean, like you, like you said, Cam, it is a flat course. It's going to be easier for him to walk around. He's a two-time um, champion at St. Andrews, three-time Open champion. So he obviously uh, is gearing up for the 150th Open championship considering he missed last month's U.S. Open. Uh, I just don't want to miss out on Tiger if he is in the top, I don't know, five or ten uh, on the final, uh, on the weekend. So I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on him, and then I'm going to hit him pretty hard to make the cut, which – Right now, Tipico is minus 190. If you're not in Colorado or New Jersey, the two states that Tipico is operational in, you might be able to get a better price, so be sure to shop around. Uh, moving along, though, to picks a place. I know I got a couple out of you already, uh, Cam. Um, so I'll start with you, um, uh, Nate. I think all three of us are going to be on the first guy I want to throw out to you and serve up your way, but how do you feel about Will Zalatoris? Uh-oh. Nate, talking to you. Will Zalatoris, your oh, man. Oh, my bad. I, I didn't know if you were talking to me. My bad. Everyone, uh, yeah, I love Willie Z. I've been betting Willie Z all season, so it seems like it's been a good year for me. Um, and I think he's consistently shown himself as one of the top players on the tour. Uh, he's number one in strokes gained approaching the green. Um, so, obviously, his struggles are notable. When you look at his putting, it leaves a lot to be desired. But – like I said, he's played well. He was second in the U.S. Open, tied for fifth in the Memorial, second in the PGA Championship, sixth in the Masters. So he's had a good, uh, he's had a good season. I think uh, I'm going to play him a top twenty, and I think that's pretty safe at plus one thirty-five. And I'll probably also throw some on top ten at plus three hundred. So I like both a little bit. Um, they'll definitely be on my bet slip. Nice. Uh, I, I pinged you before we started recording a couple of days ago, Cam just to make sure we're all on the same page with Will Zalatoris. I just had a sneaky feeling that we're all going to pick Zalatoris. Uh, how do you feel yeah, about I him? Took, do you have him in your picks to place? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take him win outright, and I think top 10. Top 10, he's at plus 300 now, and then to win uh, plus 3,000. But I had him at the PGA when he lost in the playoff to Justin Thomas. I had him at the U.S. Open when he lost to Matt Fitzpatrick. I'm hoping he can cash this time because I've had so many close calls with him this season. Um, I definitely like his odds, even after he struggled at the Scottish Open last week. Well, I feel like him struggling at the Scottish Open probably gives us a better price here. I mean, plus 3,000, he should not be in that ballpark. He should be closer to plus 2,000, in my opinion. He's fifth in strokes gained over the last 24 hours, or 24 rounds, excuse me. 
and his game just like fits this course. You know, he did struggle uh, at the Scottish Open last week, um, but he's got the second best par four efficiency um, at holes in the yardage of 350 to 400. Uh, There's 14 par fours at the St. Andrews course, and seven of them are within that uh, yardage range. He's also eighth in strokes gain at par four over the last 36 rounds. And um, uh, Nate alluded to his weakness on the greens. Uh, Funny thing, though, is the only time he doesn't putt bad is in majors. He's gaining 4.5 strokes, um, or he's gained 4.5 strokes in his three majors in 2022 on the greens. He's 13th in three-putt avoidance, so he typically, uh, not typically, but occasionally will miss the big birdie putt, but he doesn't make a lot of mistakes on the green despite him not cashing in on as many opportunities as he could. Um, He bounces back well after missed cuts. His last two missed cuts, he finished fifth at the Memorial and uh, second at the PGA Championship. Uh, I just love his game. One of the best iron players, one of the... uh, has one of the um, best uh, off the tee numbers. Great driving distance. Uh, great iron player. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go Will Zalatoris and um, picks the place. I got him at top five at plus five fifty. I don't hate him. I'm gonna take him at top ten plus three hundred uh, and top twenty. And I'm also gonna sprinkle on his plus three thousand outright. So I love Zalatoris here. Uh, my other pick the place. I have two more. I actually I like Cam Smith. Um, at plus, oh, are you on no Cam way. Smith as well? I dude, I had Cam Smith as well. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Then I'll let you talk about him first. Where do you? I, I'm I'm playing him across the board, but where do you uh, like him? I'm playing him across the board as well, which is we didn't. I would like the listeners to know that was not uh that was not expected. So I have him. Yeah, I'm because him I'm a firm. I'm a firm believer that people agreeing on a podcast is the worst form of yeah, podcast. We've been over this in football season. I hate We've it. been over this. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fade Cam Smith. I, I played him in plus 300 top 10 and plus 2000 outright. I think as I was looking over this, simply put, like he plays well in big tournaments. He was tied for third at the Masters, which I was watching. And then he won the players. And I think, again, just like with Zalatoris, the big thing with Smith is he's not uh, – overly aggressive with his driver so he doesn't hit it the farthest possible but um the course at st arnold's is actually probably shorter than where he was tied for third at the masters i think by a couple hundred yards um so he should have some confidence as well he was tied for 10th in the guinness uh guinness scott the scottish open last weekend so and he's gone top 15 in three of his last five show showings he's been very well approaching the green and then putting. So if he can get on, um, I think he's probably got the best, one of the best putters on the, uh, on the tour. So I like him if he can get hot and I bet him at the masters and that was fun to watch. So, uh, I expect a good showing from him. Dude, his short game is absolutely outrageous. Like the greens are huge at the old course. So it's going to be pretty impossible to miss the greens, but he's, he's crazy with the putter, uh, fourth and three point, uh, three putt avoidance over the last 36 rounds. Um, but if you, he's like one of the few guys that could miss the green and you kind of still think he'll make a birdie. <laughs> like his chipping is nuts. Um, and I think just the shortness of this course is gonna, is gonna help him off the tee. Um, and, and, and like the openness of, 
uh, the St. Andrews old course, the lack of like trees and, and, um, I mean, obviously there's high roughs if you get way out there, but I think if, cause of the wide fairways, he's not going to get in as much trouble off the tee. And I just look at Cam Smith here and I feel like his price at plus 3000 is, uh, way too chunky and we're buying him at a dip. Um, he's got a minus six point, uh, uh, 0.62 strokes gained versus expectation. So I think that is uh, over his last five events, excuse me. So I think that lends itself to him getting a better price. He's just a beast of an irons player. First in par four efficiency in between 350 and 400 yards. First in expected wins on the PGA Tour per data golf. I like Cam Smith. Um, I think we're getting a good price because of his recent struggles. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Cam. Um, and I don't know if you've given out a couple of picks to place, but do you have any other picks to place that you can talk about? Yeah, I, I said Zalatoris. Um, I like speed. Joaquin Neiman top 10 at, at plus 500 is, is kind of a juicy play uh, that I'm looking at. I mentioned Shoffley. Um, and then Robert McIntyre, top 20. He's plus 380. Um, I think he's had two top 30s in this tournament before. Has never missed a cut in a major. T6 he's, and T8. He's just a rock solid player. What, what's that? I was trying to help you there. Robert McIntyre had T6 in 2021 and oh, yeah. T8 in yep. two, so two top 10s. 2019, yep. Yeah, so at, at top 20, he's plus 380. I, I like that number a lot. He's just, he's kind of like the cheaper man's Brooks Kepka in these majors. He shows up for the majors. Doesn't always contend, but he's going to make the cut. And uh, if he has a good week, he can, I, I can easily see him sneaking into the top 20. Um, and then going back to Cam Smith, the, it, it's really an opposite course layout versus what he had at the U.S. Open at Brookline. Um, these are wide open fairways. He's not Like you said, he's not going to get in as much trouble. So if he misses fairways, it's not that big of a deal like it was at the, at the U.S. Open when he missed the cut. So I like his fit on this course. Yeah, and Robert McIntyre is a, a, a Scottish player, a young Scottish player, and I think the home course advantage is overplayed most times, but I think it really matters here um, um, on a link style course and in this in this tournament. I mean, I just if this guy grew up playing at these type of courses and specifically the old course, that that just has to matter. It does. I, I can't listen to yeah. it not mattering. So I don't hate yeah. that. And he was actually going to be one of my. I was looking at him as one of my long shots at plus 10,000. Um, but I have a couple mm-hmm. other names I'm going to throw in there in front of him. But I don't hate the Robert McIntyre look at all. Um, I have another pick to place who I'm also going to sprinkle on to win outright. But what else do you have in your picks to place, Nate? Uh, I don't have any more picks to place. I have a like a nationality-centric one. and then Nice. So, we'll hit props in a second, dude. I like that, though. I can't wait to hear good. about that. You said, is, is one of them going to be the top American? Uh, no, I was kind of just looking at, uh, what was that, Rory for that? Just shooting or from just, the hip. No, you couldn't have been looking for Rory at top American. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, my top American will be South American. But uh, go ahead and let Cam if he's got any more picks to place. Yeah, did you riff uh, or fire off all your picks to place, Cam? Just Fino top 20 I'm also looking at. He's, he's playing well right now. God damn it, me too. Plus one ninety. I mean, I don't mind it. It's just my thing is like every time me and 
Um, Nate agreed during the NFL season. You could have just bet the opposite side and probably cashed 75%. Yeah, yeah, you would have won all yeah, of them. Yeah, it's a little worrisome. Yeah, it is concerning that we both that all three of us are on um, Will Zalatoris and both of us are on Tony Finau. But what's your logic for Tony Finau? Because I'm I'm just gonna come back you up anyways. Yeah, just such a good history at, on this uh, at this event. He's had four top twenties in the in the Open. Never missed a cut. Nothing worse than a tie for twenty seven playing well right now. Um, I, I just think everything's trending in the right direction coming into the old course. Yep, he's locked in right now. Third in strokes gained total over the last 36 rounds. Top seven in short game. Off the tee, ball striking, tee to green. Um, and total, um, and again, third in total shots gained. Strokes gained over the last 36 rounds. Four top 10 finishes in the last seven events. Three top top, top five finishes. Um, and it, Finau is um, one of the major criticisms. Of Finau is his struggling in the majors. Like you said, he actually performs pretty well in the Open Championship. He's got um, two top ten finishes along with four top twenties, as you already said. And his game suited for St Andrews. Ninth in strokes gained uh, on par fours. Seventh in three putt avoidance. He's actually first in three putt avoidance over the last twenty four rounds. Fourth in scrambling the last thirty six rounds. And scrambling is just a key stat for any major because the courses tend to be difficult. Maybe the old course isn't as difficult as your standard major course. Um, he's also seventh in strokes gained at the comp courses that I use. Which real quickly, I use Torrey Pines Plantation Course at Kapalua, Whistling Straits, Ridgewood, and Augusta National. Um, he's third in strokes gained in windy conditions, and you know the wind typically picks up in Scotland um, at the golf courses. That's that's like a known feature of link style golf. So I'm with you all the way, Antonio Finau. I'm gonna sprinkle on him plus four thousand to win outright. I'm gonna hit him at top five, which I think is plus twelve hundred. Um, and I like him top 20 and top 10 as well. So uh, me and Cam are on uh, Tony Finau. And hopefully he makes us some money, dude. Uh, moving yeah. along real quick since we pretty much hit on this um, through the first 25 minutes or so of this podcast. But picks to win. I'm on Willie Z plus 3,000. Cam Smith plus 3,000. Tony Finau plus 4,000. And I have a couple other long shots we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Just a quick recap on your picks to win. Who do you have in your bet slips or portfolio, Cam? I'm going to go Rory plus 900. Uh, I'm going to sprinkle, I think, a little on Matt Fitzpatrick and, and Shane Lowry at plus 2,000 each. Uh, Willie Z at 3,000. And then uh, I, I might, I'm going to put a little on Fee now, too, uh, to win outright. What are you looking at, Nate, for your picks to win? Think, uh, for my picks to win, I think I'll sprinkle on. Uh, both John Rahm and Cam Smith at plus 2,000. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to take John Rahm as well at plus 2,000. Wait, no, I can't do that since we've been seamsies on, on too many of these. Got the high potential, guys, <laughs> so let's see it. <laughs> All right, real quick, I found some head-to-head looks that I like here on Typico Sportsbook. Real quick, though, before we talk about it, actually, let me just shout out the odds provider and sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader that's live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a special welcome bonus at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com 
slash podcast. Please visit Tipico's website for uh, terms and conditions, and you must be 21 or older to game with Tipico. If you have a gambling problem also, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey on 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so I have a couple head-to-head looks that I like here. Um, do you have any head-to-head looks that you saw um, and want to put some money down on Cam? I, I kind of like Fina over Louie. Um, they're both minus 110 in their matchup. Um, Louie has just not played well at all this year. I know he's won at St. Andrews before, and and I think he lost in a playoff in 2015, but um, he's just not playing well right now, and, and I think Fino comes in um, playing nicely and uh, – on a link style course that he should be comfortable on. Yeah. Do you have any head to head action, Nate? I do not. No head to heads this week. Oh, good. I have Hideki Matsuyama over Victor Hovland. Uh, Matsuyama is 13th on my mixed model, uh, provided by fantasynational.com. Uh, Hovland is 33rd. Hovland's missed the cut in the last two events. He's got a minus one um, stroke gain per round. Uh, versus expectations over those over the last five events. Matsuyama is much better on par fours. Hovland is 105th in par four efficiency within 350 to 400 yards. Hovland's short game is an absolute disaster, and this dude's 50th <laughs> in three-putt avoidance. Matsuyama, uh, much more reliable in short game and 11th in three-putt avoidance. Um, and I have one more head-to-head. Do you have another head-to-head, though, Cam? No, no, it's just my only one. All right, cool. So the other one that I'm looking at here, I'm going with Tommy Fleetwood over Terrell Hatton. Fleetwood's 25th on my mixed model. Hatton's 57th. Fleetwood's 11th on the comp courses that I use. Strokes gain on the comp courses that I use. Hatton's 52nd. Uh, Fleetwood is 15th in strokes gain in windy weather conditions. Obviously, the weather forecast has some wind in it. The tournament, again, is being played in Scotland. Hatton is 46th in strokes gained in windy weather conditions. Fleetwood's trending in a much better direction, plus uh, 1.4 strokes gained per round in his last five events. Hatton is only plus um, 0.39 in his last five events, but 0. Uh, or minus 0.62 versus expectations. Also, Fleetwood has an AM-PM tee time schedule, whereas Hatton has a PM-AM tee time schedule. Now, the PM uh, schedule is typically harder than the AM. Obviously, weather uh, factors into that. And um, so Hatton is uh, actually known to mail it in or go tin cup and tourneys when the going gets rough. So if he starts off struggling, I can see uh, his open performance kind of spiraling out of control. And um, Fleetwood has just played much better at the open and recently. So I'm going to go Tommy Fleetwood over Terrell Hatton in my uh, second and final head-to-head. I hope you guys got some long shots or some props fired up. I I know, Cam, you're working on your props piece um, today, and you'll have that published to sportsbookwire.usatoday.com. But what props um, or long shots are you looking at here? I like Robert McIntyre outright as a long shot play to win. I think he was plus 10,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm looking at Rory to be the first round leader at plus 2,000. You get a little better value there with him versus outright to win at 900. So 
Um, those are a couple a couple plays that I'm looking at. I know you have a couple nationality plays, or at least one that you're looking at, Nate. Why don't you uh, go through some props or long shots? Yeah, so if you remember back, what was that, probably a month or two ago when uh, Riley, the guy from Golf Week, came on? Yeah, Riley Hamill. He he told me, he, he looked at us and he goes, the easiest money that has been on the market lately has been Neiman to be the top South American. And he's coming in... Uh, He's coming in the British Open at plus 162 for that. So he sits around 16th on the PGA Tour rankings. His only real competitor here is uh, Mito Pereira, or at least for the odds. So Mito is about 47th. What I really like about Neiman in this uh, course in particular is he's really good at being able to make up ground. He ranks 17th in birdie average on the tour. So he does also struggle with the putting, but like he's good to get to the green. He ranks 16th in strokes gained T to green, and then 16th in strokes gained off the tee so he can get there efficiently it's just about making his putt so if he can get hot he's finished top 25 in five of his last seven performances which should be good enough to uh be the top south american and at plus 162 i find value in it i have actually three long well two long shots that i feel comfortable giving out here i like cam young at plus 10,000. um i had i sprinkled on him to uh to win the masters he missed that cut he's actually just played like shit in all the majors which is why there's some value in this number um he's at one of the best rookies if not the best rookie on the tour right now he's six in my custom stat model uh top seven in strokes gained off the tee he he hits the shit out of the ball off the tee um elite ball striker top seven in ball striking proximity to the hole first and opportunities gained so he's getting a lot of good looks at birdie uh, and he's 12th in strokes gained at par four. Um, I, I, you know, he, I wouldn't be surprised if this rookie chokes again on a, uh, at another major, but he's got the game to, to be a favorite here at the majors and then following years, which is pretty similar to, to my next long shot, Sahith Tagala at plus 20,000. Every golf expert, which I am not, but every golf expert I've heard talk about this guy insists that he's going to be a favorite in the majors in two or three years. Everyone's high on this game, this guy's game. He's shown up. Um, he, he's finished top 20 in the last four events. He's uh, nearly won a couple of them, including the Phoenix Open. He's got a plus 1.5 strokes gain in his last five events, plus 1.1 versus expectations. He's picking up strokes in all five major categories in his last five events. And, um, you know, again, if this is a guy that in a few years is going to be priced around plus 2,000 to win these majors, I think there's some value at plus 20,000 here. So I'm going to go ahead and sprinkle on Sahith Tagala Tagala at plus 20,000. Uh, any other props or long shots you have on your on your bet slip, Nate? No, nah, that's it for me. Just the South American bet. All right. How about, you, Cam. how about you, Cam? That's it for me for now. Perfect. Well, I mean, we're we're wrapping this puppy up. Um, but as as per um, tradition here at the Bet Slipping Podcast, we like to go uh, to the window with our final or with our best bets. So that's what we'll do now, and we'll uh, head off to our final segment we call "Going to the Window." The Bet Slipping Podcast. Going to the window. So 
I uh, I have a lot of picks here that I have on my bet slip. <laughs> um, I got Will Zalatoris top five plus five fifty, Cam Smith top ten plus three hundred, and Tony Finau top twenty plus one ninety. Uh, Cam, what are a few bets that you have on your slip, or you can just give the whole slip if you want. Yeah, some of the best ones I think are are Willie Zalatoris at plus three hundred for top ten. Um, I also like him to win at plus 3,000. Finau top 20 at, at plus 190 is, is one of my favorite plays too. Um, and then Xander top 10 plus 180. Right on, man. What do you got on your slip, Nate? Yeah, so I have uh, Willie Z top 10 at plus 300, Cam Smith top 10 at plus 300, and then uh, Neiman to be the top South American at plus 162. All right, the one head-to-head I'll spotlight just because it's more readily available will be Tommy Fleetwood over Terrell Hatton. Uh, I'll take that to the window as a best bet. And just this number is so chunky. I'm going to sprinkle like a tenth of a unit on Tagala to win at plus 20,000. Those are my five best bets for the Open Championship. Hopefully I can have a rebound. I've struggled recently. Um, But, Cam, do you have anything else in your bet slip? We good to go here. Good to go for me. Nate, good to go? Good to go. Appreciate it like always, everyone. Yeah, thanks for streaming the Bed Slipping Podcast. Cam, thanks for joining us for the first time. You're going to hear more of Cam here in our NFL um, preview podcast. We're going to have him back, hopefully, for the NFC West in a few weeks. Got to work it out with this us, uh, this big shot schedule, but <laughs> we'll get you back <laughs> here uh, to, to riff on uh, some NFL preview podcasts. Uh, Nate, do you have anything else Absolutely. to say to the listeners? No, nothing else. Appreciate it. Have a good week. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. We're previewing an NFL division as well. So just be on the lookout for that if you have interest. Yep. The NFC East preview will be hitting your feed tomorrow. Thanks again, Cam. Until next time, peace. See ya. This is the Bet Slipping Podcast featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I mean, it's the gambling business. Occasionally get punched in the face. You're listening to the Bet Slipping Podcast. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here.